Are you a single believer looking for the love of your life? Or are you a married believer looking to grow the love you already have? If you like practical advice based on the Word of God with real-life examples, you're in the right place. I'm Cindy. And I'm Wayne. Welcome Welcome to to Love Love with with the the Lines. I'm Cindy and I'm Wayne and this is episode 41 wow and it's a few days late it is a few days late neither one of us had a voice at all when it was time for us to record last week so we waited a few days um, so we apologize to our listeners that this is a few days later than typical and you'll get a double dose this week because we'll have another one at the end of the week at the regular time for you but but on the other hand we sound good. Well, we don't sound... You sound normal. Better? Yes. I'm still struggling with this sinus junk a little bit, and I... Well, you definitely sound better than you did. I sound way better than I did, but not... Um, I, it could improve. But anyway. Okay. So, here we are. I can't believe that it is November already, and it's mm-hmm. the middle of November. Middle of November. Middle of November. Um, which, November is always a busy time for us. I... I had to do some traveling, and on Saturday, we had the privilege of celebrating Wayne's mother's 95th birthday. Yep. So we had a big family party with 70 family members and friends and neighbors in attendance. We were able to surprise her, which is not an easy task. Nope. And um, so we were doing that. But, of course... Part of the weekend together with family was talking about holiday plans and what we're doing. We live three hours away from Wayne's family, so that always involves some logistics for us and for our daughter and her family. Who also live a couple hours away from from Dave's family. From, yeah, from, from, family. from, yeah. Yeah, from our son-in-law's family yeah. and all the logistics with that. My parents are gone, so we don't have to do that, but we do have a family dinner with my dad's side of the family scheduled back where we came from which is two two hours two, away in December that's and three weeks from now I think so it seems like this is the time of year um, where the chaos starts and as um, believers in Christ one of the things that I have tried to rein in the chaos so that we can focus on the real meaning of the season i mean christmas was invented or or invented maybe that's not the right word but designated as a celebration of christ's birth and we know you can get into all the technical and theological things about it wasn't really december or what you know what time of year really was it and whatever and this is what the church has decided it's going to be the day and so that's what we're we're going with but over the years, it has become so commercialized. We have gone over to more emphasis on Santa. And actually, we just got through my least favorite holiday. In fact, it's not even, I don't even, I don't like it at all. It's not anywhere on the favorite list. Halloween, and I know that could be a debatable topic. But we are now at the point in America where we spend more money 
on Halloween decorations, well, we don't, but other people do, uh, than we do on Christmas decorations. And when you go into the stores, most of the decorations are focused around the Santa theme rather than the Jesus theme. So we are always looking for ways that we can keep ourselves sane during the holidays so that we can enjoy this time of reflection. Uh, a lot of uh, churches do things during the season that's coming up to focus us and center on that. A lot of church churches have Advent wreaths where they, um, they have a different candle that they light every Sunday leading up to Christmas and a reading and a reflection to do on that. There's a lot of uh, Advent Bible studies out there that you can do. Mm-hmm. And things to keep centered. And, and I've, I've worked really hard the last few years to try to make Christmas time peaceful instead of hectic. We've really worked, I think all of us, you, you and I have, and our, and our daughter and, and son-in-law and their family, um, at least as far as our side of the family goes, there's still some pressures for my son-in-law's family, but on our family to try to keep the holidays as simple as possible, to try to limit the gift giving. We do do gift giving, but we um, have really pulled back on what we spend on gifts and try to make them experiences or, um, or yeah, like one of the things we started doing is uh, we give our, our daughter and son-in-law gift cards for the restaurants where they like to take their family to eat and, and our the boys have oh my word the, and the boys are turning eleven this Thursday so their birthday is in the middle of all this so that's another big celebration of our family and then there's Thanksgiving but the boys back to the gifts boys have more than they know what to do with oh, yeah. and so our daughter again is asking everybody for, uh, they apparently they've outgrown their bicycles so yeah. she's asking people in the family to to give them money towards buying new bikes next yep. spring that they can say put in their savings accounts and save um, to purchase the new bikes. And so we're trying to do our best to honor that. I know other friends we have, their son and daughter-in-law have six children. They have four of their own children and two adopted yep. children. And their uh, rule for Christmas has always been is that the grandparents can only give each child three gifts because baby Jesus got three gifts from the wise men. And that's another debatable topic too, mm-hmm. but it's always depicted that he had three gifts. There could have been more. There's, there's some thought about it that there may have been more than three, but that's what we know from the, the account in the scripture that we read that we know about three of the gifts. And so I thought that was a, a, a great rule. So that contained mm-hmm. the spending because I, like yeah. I, I think as grandparents, I know we've gone overboard, especially when the boys were smaller and there's so many fun things to buy for little tiny kids. Um, and it, it's so hard because I know we struggle with your mom about, you know, she'll ask us what we want. Well, really, first of all, we don't need anything. And we tell her she doesn't need to give us anything. And so then we're just like, well, give us some money. And then, mm-hmm. you know, we use it towards a, a big purchase that we want to make. If there's something that we would like to have and but we don't need. Like, I'm, I'm a weather fanatic. I love the weather. I want to know what the weather is doing. Um, I guess maybe I don't love the weather. I don't like the weather. That's why I don't want to 
know what the weather is doing. Depends on the weather. <laughs> it depends on the weather. Depends on the weather. <laughs> if it's snowing, it's not a good thing. But if it's nice and sunny and hot, you want to know about that. Yeah, I do. I want to know if I can be outside. Um, but a few years ago for Christmas, Wayne bought me a weather station. Well, it's so I think it's lived its life, and mm -hmm. he you you tried to repair it, and we're not able to, right? And nope. Um, so I'd like to get a new one because I really enjoy being able to watch the weather and, and know what, what is going on out, out in the world. And, but it's not something that's necessary. It's like Wayne was ready to go out and replace it. But the thing, what's, it's the rain gauge isn't working, you know? The rain gauge isn't working. The wind gauge we've had trouble with off and on. Yeah. Too. And I'm, and I'm like, it, it's not the end of the world if I don't know how many inches of rain we've had in the last month or what the wind speed is. So it. Uh, but so that's what I'm using. I'm going to use any money that I get as Christmas gifts. I'm going to put towards that. We did get your family um, a few years ago to agree to do a gift exchange. We, we used to do drawing names, but it didn't work out well because there was not an even number of men and women. And so it made it challenging. Um, and then so we've tried a couple different games where you buy a gift and then there's a left-right game or there, there's things that you do. Um, and they've had some success. But then our one great-nephew had um, a game that he wanted to play last year for the Family Gifts Exchange. And it was a lot of fun. And so That's because you could steal anybody's yes, gift. Yes, you could gift. steal anybody's gift, yes. He, he knew it by a name that was not a very family-friendly name. So we just adjusted the name a little bit to call it Sneaky Santa. And... Um, so it was, yeah, you could take other people's gifts. And so it was it was a lot of fun, and we got a lot of laughs out of it. And so the family decided to do that again. So that's cut down on a lot of our spending for the holidays because we're not buying gifts for everybody in the family. We just buy one, and we do it together. Um, I'm trying to think what else that we've changed with doing that. We stopped doing expensive Christmas photo cards. Yes, we did stop doing that. We really enjoy doing the family photos and then sending it out, especially since we've moved away from most of our family and friends. We enjoy being able to send it, send them a card. But my daughter and I both discovered that you can go into any photo printing program. So even at your local CVS or Walgreens or Walmart, and you can take a regular photograph and they have embellishments that you can do on it and you can turn it into a fancy uh, Christmas card like the ones that you buy from, I guess I need to be careful what kind of names I say. Anyway, you know, there's there's those those companies out there that their business is to print really lovely um, photo cards, greeting cards, that kind of thing. But it's expensive. It's it's a quite a, a cost per card to do that. And I think I, I spend $20 to get 50 of these photos made with the embellishments that I do on it that turns them into a Christmas card. And most of the time, I mean, let's be real. Most of the time, people throw them away. A couple people like us, we keep keep them on our refrigerator so we can look at them and think to pray about them all year long. And um and just keep keep our friends and family in front of us. But most of the time, when you send a Christmas card or something, it's going to end up getting thrown in the garbage. So we've just cut back. We we buy greeting cards 
at the Dollar Tree, which is now a dollar twenty-five, but it's still better than we we bought a greeting card for somebody. I didn't have time to go to the Dollar Tree. I went I went to a drugstore, a very common drugstore, and bought a card, one card, and it was seven dollars and ninety-nine cents. Crazy. I about fell over, but it was one of those things we had to have it. So, and we were on our way somewhere and, and yeah, it was like, I need to remember to plan ahead better about buying birthday cards. Well, the nice thing too, if, you know, if you want to, if you're interested in making your own like Christmas card or New Year's or holiday card or whatever, I mean, pretty much everybody has cell phones now and the quality of the camera on, on the cell phones now. And you can just ma- email it to yourself or to whoever's going to do the... Co- I mean, the quality is great on some of these mm-hmm. cell phones. And on a lot of them, you can do the editing and stuff right on the co- you know, right on the cell phone before you email it. Mm-hmm. Even change the, 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 uh, the size of it and everything like that to, so it's easy to handle in the emails and stuff. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's simple. Yeah. So... So we're always looking for ways to make the holidays less stressful so we could keep focused on the real reason for the season and enjoy our family time together. I think that's my favorite thing about Thanksgiving. I will always say that Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because it just has to do with family and food. That's all. <laughs> that's all it is. Football, if you like football. But it's, it's you know, it's about being together with friends and family and people that you love. So And food. And food, yes, yes, we can't miss the food. Gotta have food. So we found a resource that we want to share with you over the next few weeks. I'm going to drop the link for it um, in the um, description of the podcast so you can get access to this yourself. It's called the Holiday Survival Guide. It's by Family Life, which is a crew ministry. That's crew is C-R-U. If you're not familiar, that is the name, new name that was rebranded from what many people still know as Campus Crusade for Christ. Um, We actually have friends who work for Crew. One of my high school classmates is actually someone who works on the Jesus Film Project. Project. Yes. It is a product, but it's a project. And so we're very fond of, of Crew. And know that they uh, provide very uh, well thought out um, resources for people that are focused on Christ. So they came out with this holiday survival guide. It's actually from 2021, but it is a very extensive guide. It's, let me get to the back here and see, tell you how many pages it is. Um, here, so I'll, put them all in my, here 20, I'll count you call. You 28. Call. Okay. There's 28 with the um, with some printouts that are part of it. But it goes through. To, it's designed to get you through the holidays. It says on the, on the contents page, on page 2, it says, We get it. The holidays can be a weird combination of it's, most one, it's the most wonderful time of the year and you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. So before your heart becomes two sizes too small, we're stepping into your chaos with our holiday survival guide. And so then in the table of contents, it says there's a, these are what you're going to find in the guide, a pre-holiday self-evaluation. This guided journaling exercise helps you prayerfully think through your holidays, taking time to make sure you leave room for him, meaning Jesus. 
There's three scripture art printables to frame or post on the fridge to help you fix your thoughts on the King of Christmas. There's a, this was one of my favorite parts of this guide. I thought these people have been through this. It's a prayer guide for weird family relationships. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, isn't that great? Yeah, boy. Uh-huh. Hmm. People must have them. And uh, practical wise insights on handling conflict with extended family when you're tempted to smack somebody. Um, and this, we just talked about a lot of this a few weeks ago. 22 ideas to bond with your son or daughter-in-law without meddling. I thought that was great. That's good. Um, Especially during the holidays like that. Oh, oh gosh, yeah. yeah. Well, it just, I think, you know, we were talking about taking the pressure out of the holidays. I think there's so much pressure mm-hmm. around them that that doesn't help. Um, there's uh, Quick Tips Holiday Survival Guide for Awkward Family Situations. And... A Christmas blessing, it says, sort of, for all of us whose families may argue in the car en route to the Christmas performance where your daughter will spill hot chocolate on her cream-colored dress, the one she lifted up on stage. (laughs) And more. So over the next few weeks, we're going to go through this with you. So we highly encourage you to uh, download your copy of this guide. When you click on this link... It is going to ask you if you would care to give a donation to Campus Crusade, well, I still call it Campus Crusade for Christ, to to Crew um, for uh, for the ministry, to support the ministry so they can continue to bring you these kind of contests. When you hit that screen, it is purely optional. You don't have to do anything with that. You can can, um, just pass through and get the guide it'll they'll email it to you so you want to give them a valid email they'll email the guide to you You can download it you can print it out if you want to and um and then you know if if you don't feel like donating in the beginning and uh you find that this has been valuable maybe you want to go back and donate later it is a, a good solid ministry but that is totally up to you there's no requirement for you to make a donation to their organization to get this survival guide so, um, so before we get to the next podcast, take the time to do the pre-holiday self-evaluation. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. So Wayne and I are going to do this between now and when we record the next podcast episode. Thursday night. Yeah. So we have to we have a few nights that we can go we through do. this. Hope there's small questions. Mm. Well, short. It looks like a lot of list makings, making you think about what um, mm-hmm. about what your priorities are for the holidays. Mm-hmm. So, I don't I don't think it's going to take days and days, but it does say that you should prayerfully think through mm-hmm. your priorities, hopes, and concerns for the holidays, as well as as how God might have you respond to them. Don't so, fill it out just to fill it out, but think about it when yeah, you fill it out. Yeah, and pray. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. you know. This is. Right. This is for you to talk to the Lord about this. So in your quiet time this week, let's um, we'll do this together, and then we'll discuss it on the next episode. Yep. So until then, we pray that your marriage and relationships will be richly blessed. This is the end. This is the end. This is the end. Bye now. <laughs> God bless. Have a great week. Talk well, to you Thursday. <laughs> Bye.